This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it right there. This is perfect. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah! Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? As you know, back in 1970, I started on a series called What Happened? And every time something would go wrong, I would look at the camera and say, Hey, what happened? <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that and a lot of other catchphrases. I got a real red wagon. And, uh... I can't do my work. And I believe I was the first one to use the phrase, I don't think so. But it only lasts for the year. And that's good because that's how you establish a cult. What's it like to work with Omar? He's so dreamy. Well, they say that he's from uh, Taiwan or something. First of all, let it be Friday again. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. They had a fish named Abraham. Shut up! Shut up! You gotta shut that person up. Everyone needs to shut up. How did they do so goodness? Just pass it around. Kevin got me quite horny this morning. Give me my penis. I didn't mean to hit him in the penis. I meant to hit him in the balls. That's great. Our feature presentation. <laughs> it's a lovely little fa- family scene. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Friday the 13th. Yes. Oh. Sure is. Of September. What's the uh, What's the story you guys grew up believing about why Friday the 13th was considered bad luck? I don't even remember a specific story. It was just always there. I think my, I was told the movie's scary. <laughs> So now the day is scary. Uh, no. <laughs> they made the movie because Friday the 13th well, was scary. Well, that's what you say. Well, but I'm saying Friday the 13th exists for hundreds of years. Yeah, the movies? No. No, the scary day. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I agree to disagree. I, yeah. Yeah. I heard about it. Um, I was at camp mm-hmm. uh, okay, called Crystal again, Lake. This is the movie. And mm-hmm. Nope. This... We were just going to bed. Like, this everything the movie. was cool. Have I you seen not... the movie? What movie? Oh, I mean, she's trying to uh, tell there a story. A, there is a movie, but it, that's what set up the day. But it, weirdly, you sound like you're saying that movie. No. Oh, so keep going. <laughs> oh, so I'm at this camp, Crystal Lake, and all uh-huh. my friends, and then I'm just having a cool time. Oh. 
And everything and then, goes great? Everything was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it out. Um, <laughs> all my friends started getting murdered. Getting what? Murdered. Murder. Okay. Oh, yeah. murder. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Murder. Nah. Yeah. That's where it came from because of all the things that happened With your at friends. my summer camp. It, yeah. Didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Right? Thank you. I always heard it was because Judith was the third. Judas was the thirteenth person at the Last Supper. That's no, what it was I always definitely heard. Judith. <laughs> they they had one chick that came, and, and she's it was like Judith. The rice is cold, <laughs> and she ruined everything. Is it cold in here? And was like, calm down, Judith. Why Read would it. you have grape juice? Are there any low carb options? She was such a bitch at the last supper. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> okay, I support that. <laughs> Hey, um, real quick. Um, why was what's the what is Friday the thirteenth? I don't know the answer. Why? Oh, oh, what? Come my on, God. man! No, look, I asked you guys why Friday the thirteenth became a thing, and I told you the story that I grew up hearing, okay, and I wondered if you had heard idiots. anything differently. Why would you think we'd know? You're the one that isn't as much of an idiot about things. Because I thought, I thought I like that you're giving him credit only for being as, not as big an idiot, yeah. right, as us. I just thought maybe at some point in your life we've all had different experiences, been exposed to different information. I thought at some point somebody might have said to you, "Son, here's why Friday the Thirteenth is considered scary." Do you Open want up a, a blog? Do you want to know the answer? Is there one? Yes. Let's hear it. The superstition surrounding the day has arisen from the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus' last summer and crucifixion, in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room on the 13th of Maundy Thursday, the night before his death of Good Friday. So, yes, you were close, Mr. Know-it-all. I didn't get the Judith part, though. No, you you missed that part. You didn't even know about Judith. No, but, I mean, I still think the movie and stuff, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy Friday the 13th, if that's a thing that you can say. Well, I mean, I don't celebrate it. All my friends died. Yeah, it's got to be a very painful reminder for you. Hey, real quick, let me do this thing. Um, It's unusual for anything weird to happen in Florida, I know, Mm -hmm. but they are in the news right now. This is, uh, I think, a super interesting story. His name is uh, William Moult. Well, his name was William Moult. He uh, was 40 years old when he seemingly vanished from Palm Beach County, Florida on November 7th, 1997. That evening, he called his girlfriend from a bar to tell her he would be home soon. Shortly afterward, he was seen leaving the bar alone, getting in his vehicle. He reportedly did not appear intoxicated. And that night, 22 years ago, was the last time anyone would see him alive. Wow. End of story. What? Oh, no, wait, hold on. There's another part. <laughs> it's a terrible story. A uh, previous uh, resident of a neighborhood in Wellington, Florida, was searching around on Google Earth recently when they noticed something in the water. There's one of these big uh, basins that's between neighborhoods that has water. I guess it probably collects from rainfall, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, searching around and noticed something that he thought looked like the edge of a car in a retention pond in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the police and then contacted a current resident of that neighborhood that lives adjacent to the submerged object, and that person put up a drone and confirmed what the previous resident had seen. Yeah, it was, in fact, the fender of a car in this, essentially, this big swimming pool. Uh, The vehicle was towed out. It was turned out to be heavily calcified, and after removing it from the pond, police discovered skeletal remains inside. No one saw that for 22 years. 22 years. Because it's all, it's just rainwater, and it's all behind fences. It's not, like, open to the public. You would only see it from above. Hmm. 
It's the only way you would see it. And this guy happened to be tooling around on Google Earth, probably looking for people sunbathing, I would imagine, right? That's the only reason you ever go on Google Earth. Oh, um, my God. Does he know about <laughs> porn? <laughs> like searching Google Earth for someone in a bathing suit in the backyard. I, I like it when they don't expect it. The, uh, <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? Yeah. The remains were transported to the medical examiner's office for processing, and on Tuesday, they were positively identified as the missing man. So the family, wow. the family of William Moore now knows at least that he's dead and they still don't have any idea how he got from the bar to that to that location but at least that's got to be some closure that the body was found right uh, I think it opens up some new yeah, questions <laughs> but, but, but sure. would you rather think that dad just left and never came back I mean, I would assume I at this point after, he was dead. Yeah, I would think after 22 years, that would just be my assumption. I don't think he's going to come back with cigarettes and be like, back. <laughs> what's, what's new? <laughs> anyway, so I, I don't know. I thought that was uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd like I'd like more to the story, though. How did he get there? Was it like an open area 22 years ago? I want to talk to anyone into? who uses Google Earth to look at people sunbathing. <laughs> Amen. That's Amen. What I'm talk to. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long search right there. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I'm all in. Chips are all in on this not being a good one. Oh. <laughs> Very possible. Uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Animal stories on the show today. Mm-hmm. You believe in horoscopes. You're one of those people. Hey, don't say you it like are that. Not going to be judgy. You're going to hear them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be judgy. I'm going to hear them out. Correct. You don't know, man. They could be right. You never know. Bunch of new toys nominated for the Toy Hall of Fame. Who knew that was a thing? I mean, it could make a difference whether you were born on the 24th or the 25th of a month for the rest of your life. You don't know. That's not dumb. <laughs> we're going to try and hear them out. <laughs> no control over. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Springer. Love him. So he's going to be on the show today. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Here's Allie on a Friday. Hey, hey, for what's happening. Friday. Do you guys, I'm sure Jensen's one of these people that when you watch a movie, you sometimes watch the DVD so you can get the extras and the director talking about it, the actor talking about it. I did that one time when I had like two weeks over Christmas. I did that one time, but you have to watch the entire movie in real time again to get those things. You mean you get to watch the entire movie Yeah, I was going to say, that sounded awesome. Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for making that plan. Kevin is still exhausted by that one trip. I'm just saying, who has time to watch a movie twice? Do I say I do? Okay. 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 All right. Well, for some people, that's kind of the coolest thing about a movie is you get to hear little stories about it, something that happened behind the scenes, something you didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I think that people that were fans of the show The Office might have the greatest gift that they've ever received. Because... People love The Office. Sure, it ended in 2013, but according to NBC, it's the most watched show on subscription streaming. Take that, friends. It's more popular now than it has ever been. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I watch it every time it comes on. Whatever point it is, it's just great. Amen. Well, now fans can relive the escapades of Dunder Mifflin's beloved staff with a new podcast from Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Who are you might know so them great. as Pam Beasley and Angela Martin. These two are best friends in real life. That's funny. So funny together. Anytime they post anything on Instagram, people are like, why don't you two do a show? You're so good together. Well, now they're going to have Is there a, a reunion, a weekly podcast <laughs> called Office Ladies, where they're going to break down an episode of the show answer listener questions, and reveal behind-the-scenes stories. I like it. 
You guys. Genius. <laughs> I'm into it. So good. It's going to premiere on October 16th on Earwolf and available on all the usual podcast platforms. So I'm excited. Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, Office Ladies. Producer Dave, let's try to get uh, one or both of the ladies on to discuss. Me okay. like it. Be great. Hey, do you mind uh, if we... And now, breaking news, boom. Do you mind if I jump in oh, with something please, here? I, I don't want to steal your thunder no. or anything, but... Uh, and now, a breaking news, boom. Julie, uh, Kevin Mealister, Julie writes in, Hey, I heard Jensen talking about a stick. It was inducted into the National <laughs> Toy Hall of Fame in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the only toy Jensen had growing up was a stick, we found out. But I'm a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I played with a stick a lot as well. How about that? Um, but you all, different you got, stick, Kevin. Yep. Did you... Did you <laughs> Didn't you guys also have rocks, though? Did you have sticks and rocks to play with, I would think? No, rocks you... were a little too expensive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. So thank you, Julie, for that. The stick, you guys, is already in the Hall of Fame, so it was not ignored. All right. It's amazing. Back to you. Oh, I love that story mm -hmm. so much. So R.E.M. has shared the previously unreleased song called Fascinating to benefit the nonprofit Mercy Corps Hurricane Dorian's Relief Funds. Here's the thing. They have... A lot of history with the Bahamas. They've recorded there. They recorded this song in 2004 at Compass Point Studios in Nassau in the Bahamas. It was supposed to be on the 2001 album Reveal, but it was left on the cutting room floor despite being one of Michael Stipe's favorite tracks from the session. But oh, now he had some say on what made the album, right? I'm like, Michael, do you know that you are R.E.M.? But the song is now available on R.E.M.'s Bandcamp page for $2 or a donation, which is wonderful that they're stepping up to do a little something for Dorian relief efforts because the Bahamas... Disaster zone. Just, it's insane what happened down there. But here is a clip of R.E.M. Fascinating. some other songs off and put that one on. That is yeah. uh, that is quintessential R.E.M. Right Since there. they broke up, man, uh, it's great to hear new music from them again. I, I miss God, them. I love them. Great band. What's your favorite that's my, R.E.M. That's my song? jam. What? what? Uh, Radio Free Europe. I know it's, it's basic because it was their first song that mm -hmm. we knew, but it's it remained my favorite all these years. I will never not sob when I hear Night Swimming. Yeah. That is just perfection. I'm a man on the moon guy. Oh. I can tell you what Kevin says. He yeah. won't remember. Mm -hmm. You dropped a bomb on me. Uh, uh, not not R.E.M. <laughs> but uh, everybody hurts. Yeah, I do like that one. That's Kevin's favorite. We've been working together a long time. Okay. All right. <laughs> you assume that I wouldn't remember the biggest hit they've ever had. Yeah, feels like And that. it's very possible that you were right. <laughs> well, it is great to hear R.E.M. Yeah, I agree. And I for a wonderful it. cause. Wonderful. Absolutely. I'll, th I'll throw in a couple of bucks for that. Wow. Oh. Hey, big spender. Well, that's their suggested uh, price right? for it. Yeah. But, but you're doing it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cheapest man alive is in. <laughs> 
All right, coming up in a bit, um, we're going to talk about Popeyes. What what are you doing, Popeyes? What are you doing? I support it. But what (laughs) are you doing? I think they're trolling everyone. Oh, okay. And if they're not, I love it just the same. I'll explain coming up. That's a teaser. What was the game where they said, uh, you sunk my battleship? Um, yeah, that was yeah, a great question. Was, uh, <laughs> it's a real concern. I'm still nervous about the third part of that Subaru story. <laughs> really? When are we going to hear it? I'm on the well, I'll tell absolute you. Absolute edge of my seat. I love sitting in the back okay. in the Subaru Brat. Because you had you a seatbelt on, yeah, right? Yeah, you just felt mm-hmm. like you were so removed. Like your parents are in the front. And you're like, I'm out here just living my life in the back of the Subaru Brat. Gotta be honest, third movie sounds like the first. But it's also where I found out that as um, somebody with longer hair, you have to wear a hat if you're sitting oh, in the back. There's your third movie. There's your third movie. Because it will rip out your hair. And no one needs that as a kid. I'm cool, Are, brat kid. That Jensen, is, Jensen, yeah. you're a TV producer. Are yes. we now thinking it's too big for movies? It may need to be a series. Like a, really? a streamer? Thank yeah, you. yeah but I can it see it as a streamer. That way we can okay. move in and out. We don't have to live by the network standards. <laughs> right. Because to be honest with you, so I don't nice. think we should contain her at all. Because these, uh, it's right? like these, I mean, these are gems. Yeah, we don't need to. No form, way you yeah. can stop yeah. after part one. And just know, I'm just riffing. This is not stuff like I've written down and really worked out. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. That's even more incredible. I know. I'm going to bring in Dick Wolf for this because we need oh, we need the details. Dun, dun. We need the details <laughs> yeah. set up. A real, uh, yeah. like a procedural. These are her stories. <laughs> the seatbelt, the hat, oh. the car, the Subaru. Those are all the episodes. Yeah. Guys, titles. Honestly. What happened? Why do some people tune out? I'm just saying Subaru brats were rad. What's up, bitches? Right? <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Tyler Perry, Stella McCartney, Ben Savage, Niall Horan, Lily Reinhardt, and Fiona Apple. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Well, it looks like I'm going to Rochester, New York, you guys. Wow. Why? When and why? The uh, National Toy Hall of Fame is there. I've not been there yet. They... Mm have only inducted 68 toys into the National Toy Hall of Fame. This has been a lifelong dream of yours to go to uh, the... No, just found out about it this Toy Hall of Fame. But uh, maybe I know the reason why there are so few inductees because the list is out of the 2019 National Toy Hall of Fame finalists. There are 12 that are up for nomination this year. They say they are only going to admit two or three well, of this list. Well, they're a pretty stingy mm. group. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> they really because I mean, Do they I just think- have a really tiny apartment. That's it. <laughs> so they, can only, they don't have space. Yeah. Could just be. Could just be some you know, dude. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. This is going to be very difficult because I'm going to tell you guys what the nominees are this year, and let's see if we can narrow it down to three that ought to go in the Hall of Fame. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. So these are the nominees. Number one, Care Bears. I don't think any of us are going to have much love for Care Bears. Well, if, if you were a kid in the 80s, though, man, do you love Care Bears? Yeah, I do. But it is more uh, well-known in my mind for its cartoon than it is its toy. Mm-hmm. It had TV okay. shows, movies, games, decorations, storybooks, and everything. All right, yeah. Care Bears. You know what? Maybe we wait till the end. If you want, or we can just, uh, you know, throw it out now. You know, I am truly an expert in this. I wrote a book called Just Can't Get Enough back in the early 2000s, just about 80s toys. So just letting you know I'm an expert and all your opinions are S. Go on. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Uh, Coloring books. 
I mean, those are what? forever. Yeah, but do you, uh, is this a is toy? That a toy? It's nominated for National Toy Hall of Fame. If if we do agree it's a toy, I would put it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny it. Yeah, but is I it mean, a toy? But is it a toy? I don't know. I mean, they must think so because they've nominated. I mean, if they if it's if it's a toy, it's the first toy we all play with, right? A coloring book? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there, yeah. I'd say Play-Doh, but yeah. Okay. I'd say a stick that my dad handed yeah. me, but sure. <laughs> On his way out the door. <laughs> um, all right. I got to be honest and tell you that I am unfamiliar with the Fisher Price corn popper. It was introduced in 1957. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. Yeah, you push it along like yeah. a lawnmower and little yep. balls blow mm-hmm. up. Pop, pop, I, yeah. I don't think that Little makes... balls blow up. <laughs> right. <laughs> we described it. We're there. I think we're there. Right. All right. I don't think we got room for the yeah, Fisher Pass. Yeah, Beat it. Uh, how about to Jenga, you guys? Oh, I'd allow that in the Toy Hall of Fame. How about Jenga? But this see, is... there's two categories. You'd allow it in the Hall of Fame, but there's only two of these 12 that can make it. So yes. Yeah, we have to. Well, then, I'm, Jenga yeah, then it. I'm beating it. Yeah. I don't no. know. And Jenga is for drunk people. It's not for kids. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, screw Jenga. I mean, it doesn't compare to Coloring Book, let's no. face it. Yeah. All right, this is one that I think there's a, there's one geek on the show, and I think the rest of us are going to be throwing rocks at Jensen okay. when I tell you that Magic the Gathering is nominated this year. Uh, I am a, I'm a fan. Of course. But I don't think they deserve to be the oh, two. Oh, look at that. Been around since 1993, Magic the Gathering. This is the uh, collectible card game. All also right? known as MTG. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow, you could have left that off. Uh, this was in your book, I'm sure, Jensen. How do the rest of us feel about Masters of the Universe toys? Yeah! Um, Put it in! I had a He-Man and a Skeletor as a kid. Really? Oh, yeah. I had it all. I had the Snake oh, yeah. Mountain. I had Castle Grayskull. This one oh, yeah. is right to the top for me. All right. Yeah, that's that's up there for me. Yep. Wow. But I'd like, to, I'd like to hear the rest. Okay. All right. So Masters is uh, has not been eliminated yet. Correct. It's still in the running. All right. Uh, matchbox cars. 100%. It's uh, amazing. It is in there. In. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's De- in. Period. Done. De- debuted in 1952. By 1960, they were selling 100 million a year, by the way. And there are still collectors that's all over the world. That's an outrage that it's not already there. I always uh, wanted that because we had a racetrack mm-hmm. that we would set up, oh, and I always kids. wanted the uh, oh totally. <laughs> I always wanted the little Subaru Brat one, and I could never get it. In case you're wondering, by the way, Hot Wheels was inducted into the yes. Toy Hall of Fame in 2011. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that this was is a hell of a match- story, Allie. This is Matchbox Cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're all, we're all I saying I just keep yes. imagining Meryl Streep as her. And it, it really it, it lends itself to a screensplay, you know? Did you not think Subaru Bratz were the coolest car, little truck in the world? When and you could kid? sit in the back and just like, you could sit in the back with a seatbelt on in a truck. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Great. Now it's, gotta be, now it's got to be two movies. <laughs> all right. So we're all, saying the sequel. we're all saying Matchbox Cars. We're still thinking, we're leaning toward Coloring Book yes. and, and maybe, Masters. And mm-hmm. maybe uh, Masters Universe. All right. Yeah. Up next, My Little Pony. My Little That's Pony. It's got to get in eventually, but I'm not sure it's pony. their year. Introduced in the 1980s, reintroduced in 2003. This is a line of mini horses. Yeah, you can brush their tails and their mane. Okay, so we're saying probably not this year. But definitely an eventual induction. Okay. Stickers on them. Kevin, this one's for you, my friend. All right. The Nerf Blaster. Yeah. Good toy. Yeah. Based on the yeah. soft foam of Nerf balls from mm-hmm. the 1960s, Nerf blasters. This is when you you know they have darts and mm-hmm. missiles and all sorts of stuff for over 25 years. So. In. Yeah, that kind okay, of Okay, now I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to argue with this one and say that this is a first-year ballot for the Nerf blasters. Mm-hmm. This is early I'm going to say I'm an expert in Nerf blasters, so your opinion is S. <laughs> well, 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 again, I'd just like to be heard that we are going up against toys that have been around since the 50s, put in more work than the Nerf blaster. 
So, they put in more work. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is Ken Griffey Jr.'s first year. Right? Okay, yeah, all right. This is. This is. Okay. I got you. Uh, Risk. The board game Risk, which no. is uh, no, a war are, game. Are board games toys? It, yes. It would appear so. so. Yeah. I, I, apparently so. I, I, is that the one, like, you sunk my battleship? No, that's, that's Battleship. That's actually yeah. called Battleship, <laughs> which I know is going to shock you. that was a, a great ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even going to waste our time discussing <laughs> number 11. Okay. You should. No, you should. Stay. This is the best day yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's not even debate uh, the 11th because this has no room in this conversation. Okay. The smartphone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Move, move on. on. Move now on. I'm mad at this whole thing. And finally, the top. Oof. Like a little the spinning, spinning top, top thing? A uh, spinning top. Since ancient times, the spinning top has been a childhood staple all over the world. Children today still play with this classic toy, the top. How is the top not, not in the in Hall of Fame? fame. Also, it, also, let's be honest here. It's also the dreidel. I mean, there's many toys that look like the top. True. And act like the top. But let's, let's say that my picks, I okay. can say it right what now. What are yours? Let's put in the coloring book. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree. And Masters of the Universe. Nope. Okay, I differ. I, put, I say coloring book and matchbox cars. I say coloring book, matchbox cars. No, is it? It's only two. You only pick two. Uh, oh. They're only two picking two. Okay, then done. So then that's where, coloring unless book, we hear, let's hear what Bean says, but Bean. we, I, we're close to me being outruled on Masters, but definitely coloring book. I agree with the room. I think oh, we yeah. have just solved the National Toy Hall of Fame, uh, and we're broadcasting live from Rochester <gasps> Monday morning. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. It's a very strange category of music to be against, Kevin. I, 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 it's, funny because, it's funny because I've always felt this way. <laughs> uh-huh. I've probably never said it out loud. And watching all of your responses was quite fascinating. <laughs> we were, uh, I don't want to steal your thunder, but it came up because we were somehow talking about the Miami Sound Machine, and you were reminded of their 123 song that you hate, and then it turned out as... Come on, baby, say you love me. Six, seven, times. And I said, I hate songs with counting in it. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. And it, so it's not just that Miami no, Sound Machine song. Examples. Is an earworm that you just you can't you can't abide by. I just <laughs> I just like to play a little more of this song to ask a question. Please, sure. sure. Is that how it works? You yeah. just count? You just yeah. keep counting, and then finally, and then somebody goes, you know what? I yeah. do love you. You Dude, wore me down. Women dig math. Obviously. <laughs> uh, that's a bop, right? That, yeah. I love it. That's the definition of a bop. So good. Yeah. Songs with counting in them are for children. If that song came on the radio today. I would tune away from it so quick. I would turn it up. I would stop the car and ghost ride the whip. <laughs> I, that song is a killer. <laughs> All right. How about this song? By the way, I love this song, except for the part where there's counting in it. Right? Great song. It's a great song, but stop counting. He's making a list of things he loves about his lady. Hold on, he's going to keep counting. That's bogus. Yeah. Four repeat steps, one to three. He needs you to really hammer those steps home. Make you fall in love with me. This song rules. I love the song except for the that part, except for the counting. Oh, 
God. I can't, I can't do the counting. The counting is the whole song, Kevin. I That's know. That's the structure of the song. It's a list. So you were fine when he was listing, but then as soon as he said to go back, you were like, too much, man. No, it really started bothering me at the beginning. Okay, It's right. a song that I like that I hate is has counting in it. I think you should start back at one. <laughs> <laughs> now, Violent Femmes is a band. Oh, oh yeah. Are, yes. That we love. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, um... I take one. Yes. One. One, because you left me. And two. Two. Two for my family. And three. Three. Three for my heartache. And- okay, so now I'm Four. like a... Now Four. I'm like a, a rock climber, just holding on, man. I like okay. the band, but they're okay. counting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're counting too much. But, I, but I like the band, but wait. so I'm hanging on. Okay. But wait. Barely. But wait. Uh-huh. But here it comes. Four. Four for my headaches and five. Five. Five for my loneliness. Now the band is stomping okay. on my fingers okay. trying to get me to fall <laughs> yeah. off. They yeah. really want me to yeah. die. Right. And six, six, six for my sorrow, and seven, seven for the no tomorrow, and eight. Oh, you're hanging eight. on by a branch, right? Okay, I forget what it was for. You're <laughs> back the, in. I'm right back in. One of the funniest <laughs> lines in any song ever. <laughs> That made that song work for me because it was a funny life. Okay. I forget what he was for. Okay. Hilarious. That's a perfect song, Kevin. Because, they, because they know counting is BS. I so re- they made fun I of it. I reject you okay. not liking that song. What about Feist? One, two, three, four. Tell me that you love me more. Sleepless, long nights. Out. I don't need I, counting. I'm going to say you have created a banging playlist. I am offended. Really yeah, I'm offended by I'm it. Into all this of is it. a great mixtape. <laughs> yeah. but, but then Feist went to where Feist should have been with this song, okay. and that is Sesame Street. One, two, three, four. Monsters walking across the floor. I love counting, counting to the number four. That's oh. my thing. That's why. That's why I hate counting, because it's for children. <laughs> That's the reason. I don't know if I can defend that lyric, but I do like the song. This is the song, however, that started it all and ends it all. This is the song that I want to drive into a ravine with my car when I hear Mm -hmm. it. Wow. It's so bad, and the counting is so stupid. It's easy as one, two, one. There's only one thing to do. Three words for you. So they're done counting, right? There's only one way to say those three words, and that's what I'll do. I love, I love you. you. That song is my nemesis. Hmm. Is that the uh, the Play My Tees? Yes. I don't need that song. Right? Yeah, but that, that can be left off the least favorite. That can be left off the tape. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the counting, though. It's just a No, the count. Song. It does have everything to do with the counting. The counting sucks. <laughs> that song turned okay. me against counting in songs. Okay. Wow. Um, Sarah writes in, if you guys don't play New Kids on the Block step by step, I'm going to burn this mother down. Oh, I didn't get that one. It's a good yeah. job. You know it's what, impossible Kevin? to pull all the songs with counting in it. We got some more songs to add to your playlist, and we all need a copy, man. Well done. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
So I'm watching all those uh, numbnuts up on the uh, Democratic National Debate last night, and I'm thinking, how are we ever going to pick one of these guys to be you know, the candidate for president? And then I thought, why isn't Jerry Springer running for president? Where's, Great question. Where is President Jerry Springer? I mean, is that the one candidate everyone in this room, and may I say everyone listening, could agree on or not? I, I think I'm in. He's got my vote. Got my vote, too. As long as the House of Representatives can fight and throw chairs. <laughs> and that Steve is his vice president. Correct. <laughs> Jerry, I'm sorry. We're drafting you to be the next president of the United States, sir. I I am today announcing my candidacy there you go. Yeah. for the presidency of the United States. Thank right. you there so much. Thank Absolutely. You. It's great to have you back on. How uh, have you been, Jerry? Oh, man, God bless you guys. That You were like one of the first, when I first started my, you know, the crazy show back <laughs> in 91, I would come by your station. You, you used to have me on all the time. Yeah. You were the best. Thank we, you. Thank we have, you. We, well, we're huge fans. You deserve it. You're a, you're a national treasure, and we're so happy. Even though the Jerry Springer the Jerry Springer show is still in syndication and will run forever. 27 seasons. 27 yeah. seasons, right. We're so excited that you were back with a new show that just debuted this week on Channel 13 here in town, 10 and 10.30, called Judge Jerry. And I think people who don't know you as well as we do will be surprised to see that you're doing a judge show. They have no idea of your legal background. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, it is, it is a little bit of a switch, but just before I was uh, going to finish taping uh, the other show, um, NBC came to me and said, literally, totally their idea, would you... Uh, you know, you're a lawyer, would you do a judge show? And I wasn't really ready to retire, even though I'm 75. I, you know, I, I just need to have some place to go in the morning. I'm not that good of a golfer. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to retire. And then, boom, um, they gave me this show. They built a courtroom. And, uh, it's you know, they saved courtroom. money on my clothing allowance. Yeah, because it's, I wear a robe. Nice. And they figured I couldn't throw a bench, you know, a chair. I <laughs> they, don't, but they don't know you well enough. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Jerry. Yeah, I've been, I've been working out. Yeah. Judge Jerry has been sold in every syndication market in the U.S. with some airing back-to-back episodes. You must have been like, whoa, that's, uh, that's even more than Jerry Springer. Yes, we never had that with the regular, with the, I call it a regular show, with my irregular show. Mm -hmm. But this is, uh, yeah, uh, this is, yeah, I I think it's because this is more sponsor friendly. Ah. You know, there were sponsors that wouldn't touch the other show. But this show, it's a real courtroom. I'm (laughs) seeing So, in in other words, Jerry, on the old show, when you had the guy who married a horse, on the new show, you you can officiate their divorce, for instance, if they're suing one another. Well, that um yeah no i can't uh yeah this is which i didn't know because i hadn't watched these court shows um that's baloney it doesn't make sense these are real cases yeah that's what i heard is that you you actually have a team that looks for real cases around the country that you have to then research that individual state law so that your so that your ruling is binding right yeah, we take thirty to thirty-five cases a week. Oh, every oh other wow! Week. So the week, so that the week I'm not taping the cases, that's the week where I have to study the thirty or thirty-five cases. You know, to figure out where they're from. You're not uh, what studying, are you? There. You're not studying, oh, Jerry. Actually, come on. This is the first. This is the first grown-up job I've had in thirty years. <laughs> I have to learn that's how to over. read again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's and they have. 
these law books, they have big words every time. <laughs> and no pictures. Um, Jerry, what no. do the, when, when the people show up for the ruling, are, are they, I mean, they know it's going to be you. They know that when they walk into the courtroom, they know it's Judge Jerry Springer, right? It's not yeah, a surprise to them. They've agreed to have it done. Yeah, they've agreed yeah, to. Okay. A surprise. But there still is a, like a, a, a reaction from them. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah, because you're a celebrity. Obviously, people, we, we, you know, they get they weirded out when there's a celebrity around. Now, do they, uh, do you have a no nonsense courtroom like Judge Judy? Like, do you bring down the hammer if people get out of line or talk too much or talk back to you? Well, yeah, I don't bring it down as often as uh, she does because she's a real disciplinarian and she's great at it. But my personality is different. Not so, interested, um, sir. I, <laughs> yeah. Shooting. No. So it's more like, uh, you know, how I would speak to my kid or to my grandson if I were disciplining them. You know, I'm just disappointed. No in you. Involved. Yeah, I'm yeah. not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 And, you know, you could do better. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you to be honest. To do it. it that hurts you more. promise not to do it again. That yeah. does hurt more. That yeah. hurts more from Jerry Springer if he's yeah. disappointed in you. For yeah. sure. Now, yeah. now, here's the question. This decides whether I watch your show or not. Mm -hmm. oh. Fighting? Oh, man. Fighting? Verbally. Mm -hmm. That's it? Uh, oh. Well, you can't. You can't physically fight in a courtroom. But you could. You get arrested. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're the judge. You could say, don't arrest them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there was no okay. excuse for that. No, there's no real physical fighting. Oh. But the cases are the cases are interesting. Otherwise, we wouldn't have picked them. In Does other it? words, this isn't, you know, this isn't a bunch of producers getting together and saying what would be a good story. Right. Literally, they get up in the morning and the first thing they do is look at every, um, on the computer, every case that has been filed in the United States of America the day before. Wow. And then they pick out cases that they think would be interesting for the public to watch. And we call the plaintiff, we call the defendant, would you be willing to have your case adjudicated on national television with me as the judge? If they say yes, we fly them to Connecticut and do the case there. So th these are real. They're not filing a case because they think they're going to wind up on television. Right. They have no idea when they wow. file the case. This it's a one real. in a million chance that they're going to wind up. Yeah, they're totally real cases. I love it. But can they throw stuff at each other? Kevin, no, you're gonna have Kevin. to let it go. I'm you're just asking. I'm go. allowed to ask questions. Jerry, will you be uh, taking on any murder cases? Oh. No, it's not a criminal court. It's oh, civil. okay. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Um, oh, yeah. You just won. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted instant justice. That's what we wanted. No, he wanted a Jerry guy with a blow dart. He wanted Jerry to say murder was yeah, the case that they gave yeah. me. That's yeah. um, last question, Mr. Springer. Is there a bailiff on the show, and is he armed? And is his name yeah, Steve? Um, there is his name is not Steve. Okay. There is a bailiff. What upsets me is his name is Najid. He's really a good guy. Mm -hmm. And but here's the deal. So I'm interviewing a bunch of people to see which one, you know, because they want me to have a bailiff that I'm comfortable with. Right. So sure. they narrow it down to three people and then I interview the three people. Then after all the interviews, um all the producers coming in, they're all women, and we're sitting around and I kinda was leaning to the guy that that we chose, mm -hmm. but they're very strong. They say, you know what? We think you should pick Najee. We say, and, and I asked them at some point, why are all of you being so aggressive and saying you want to have Najee? 
And then one of them admits, she said, well, we need some eye candy on the show. Oh, and I said, excuse Jerry. me. Come on. That would be too much eye candy with you and him. What about the guy up on the bench? Exactly. What are you talking about, yeah. eye candy? What am I? Exactly. Yeah, well, they said if we do it in the nursing home, you'll be eye candy. Oh, oh see, that's, the, ladies. that's I the guy I want to be the judge for my case. Yes. He is the uh, former mayor of Cincinnati, a longtime attorney, and now he is Judge Jerry, 10 and 10.30 a.m on my network TV channel 13 here in Southern California and one day <laughs> and one day if we live long enough a president of these United States of America icon. Jerry come you see us next great. time yeah you're great too man come see us next time you're in town we love you buddy I really will I really will excellent Thanks. thank Bye-bye. you Bye it's Kevin and BJ I'm a uh, Scorpio Allie is mm-hmm. this a good time for me to do animal stories or not listen is is Mercury in retrograde? I don't even know what that means. I by don't the way. You're a Scorpio, <laughs> so you're a dick, and you're going to do it either way. Oh, Whoa, me too. That's what I am. All right. <laughs> We are going to be talking all things horoscope, and we're going to need your help on this. If you are a believer in horoscopes, we want to talk to you coming up just after 8 a.m. First, though, I'm just going to go ahead and do it because I'm a Scorpio and I do whatever I want. It's time for Animal Stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a mix or a story about a lynx. To cure your blues Animal stories Just for you Let's find out What they're up to I, uh I'm pretty outraged Gotta this let morning. it go I'm not That there's not, not a minx Nope, I wasn't no. gonna mention okay. it okay. Wasn't gonna mention it I'm pretty <laughs> outraged This story Because I feel like we Are living in a world now Where every time A zebra Bites off somebody's nipple they're gonna come and take away. They're gonna come and take away the lady zebra, and, right? That's and not, that's unfair. That's not my America. You How guys. did we get here? Is my question. <laughs> yes, thank you. What, should there have been warning signs along the way that this is where we were headed? Mm-hmm. We go to Muskegee, Oklahoma. Leonard Overcash is the victim. He says he was traumatized. He was working in his backyard, and his neighbor has a pet zebra. Who, by the way, she has had since he was a pup, over ten years, and the zebra just leans over the fence. And bites his nipple off. He was just staring. Here's the quote. He was just staring, you know, just looking. And he put his head over the fence and he bit me. He said it bit off a piece of his right nipple. He had to get seven stitches. Mm. That's on him. Everybody knows zebra loves nipples. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Everybody. He's too close. The uh, owner has had the zebra since it was a baby. Uh, the, uh, The reporter there asked people in the neighborhood if they've ever had any issues with the zebra. They all say, no, the zebra has been good. Uh, now they're trying to take the zebra away from the lady because just because he bites one dude's one nipple. nipple. One nipple. One nipple. And all of a sudden it's a bad zebra. Exactly. Oh, come so, on. Again, not my America. Maybe dude shouldn't have been flaunting that gorgeous nipple. <laughs> he was asking for it. He was. <laughs> I uh, I heard a guy yesterday on the radio talk about maybe not inviting people into his house because he might have hundreds of tarantulas running around. Yeah, how about that? Here's a guy who was arrested at the airport in French Guiana for attempting to smuggle nearly 100 tarantulas in his luggage. He was a Polish oh. man. Why is that? Can, do you make money on that? 
Yes, I'll tell you. He's a Polish man who was headed to Paris. He was arrested after authorities found in his possession 38 adult spiders, 50 spiderlings, and dozens of egg-filled cocoons stored in plastic bottles Hmm. inside his luggage. He was taken into custody. He told police he's just passionate about insects, you guys. (laughs) I just love (laughs) them. Apparently, a bunch of uh, tarantulas are protected, but there is a huge black market for tarantulas with some people willing to pay hundreds of dollars for the spiders. There's lots of smuggling Mm. going on. Uh, They are sold uh, to breeders or collectors. Sometimes people make uh, keychains out of them, paperweights, other items. They're mounted in display boxes. What what a hot business. (laughs) Keychains, paperweights. A hundred tarantulas in his luggage, you guys. Oh, that's crazy. Um, researchers have found two newly discovered species of electric eels in South America, one of which can deliver a bigger jolt than any known animal. Listen to this. Researchers collected 107 eels in four countries to trying to figure out what the difference is between them all. One species just now discovered for the first time has the ability to generate 800 and 60 volts of electricity. <gasps> what? No way. Whoa. That is, I looked this up yesterday, that is the average size battery for a golf cart. And that's how much you can get zapped by this electric eel. Wow. They, that's exactly how they use it, too, is they use it to stun prey for self-protection. But w- are you stunned by that number? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I'm Me- not interested in being shocked by one now. No. You were before? <laughs> I was. You were thinking about Super it, right? Super into it, yeah. Okay. Um, previously, 650 volts was the record for the, the most uh, that an electric eel could discharge. But 860, I'm just Don't I'm use the word discharge away. first. <laughs> about eels at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. In a uh, bizarre incident, two goats were taken into custody by the police because they were grazing on saplings planted by a voluntary organization uh, called Save the Trees. This happened in uh, India, by the way. Apparently, the uh, the Save the Trees organization planted a whole bunch of trees like they do, 900 of them, and 250 of them were eaten away by the goats. So they arrested the goats. What? Oh, I no. mean, they don't know. The go- yeah, of course the They'll goats. They'll eat the a goats, tire. But- they don't care what's around them. <laughs> they did somehow manage. They did somehow manage to track down the owner who went to the police station, and he was asked to let his goats graze on the outskirts of town or to feed them at the house. They did not give him a fine, by the way, even though the hmm. goats had chewed up two hundred and fifty of these trees. And finally, just hours after burying his dearly departed cat Garlic in a nearby park, a twenty-two-year-old Chinese businessman named Huang Yu had a change of heart. He dug his cat back up. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no. And relocated him to the refrigerator. Okay. Then no. he went to a Beijing pet cloning company called Sinogene and paid them $35,000 no. to clone his cat. They and brought that's back, how The Walking Dead started. <laughs> they brought back his beloved British short hair gone too soon from a urinary tract disease. Seven months later, Sinogene debuted China's first official cat clone, who the man also named Garlic. Apparently, it's a very uh, it's a very time consuming process, which I guess is why it's so expensive. They created forty clone embryos using garlic skin cells and other cats' eggs, and then injected those embryos into four host cats. Three of the cats got pregnant, two miscarried, and the last gave birth to garlic sixty six days after insemination. They've been cloning dogs for a long time. Now they have a list of other animals, including horses and pandas and tigers, that they plan to clone it's as not well. Not going to end well for humans because none of these animals exist. So exactly. we need to. 
make new ones. Yes. Unbelievable. I, I am right there with you. That is the worst use of $35,000 I can ever imagine. Yeah. And think about how many pets. Look, China is the country where they still sell dogs in cages for people to eat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe spend the money to spr- you know to spring some of those pups I is what I would say. I hope the cat kills them. Uh, you know what? I hope to come back with, to you one day with that exact update. That would be great. <laughs> yes. If if Garlic 2 turned on his own and awesome. killed him, I think we all be happy with that. And that's this week's Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Right now, Allie, it's time for the That's My Jams. Yes, this is a segment where every Friday we get to showcase some songs that we're into. We don't get to pick the music that we play in the morning and sometimes... What? I know, people are shocked by that. But I love Lincoln Park. I know. So sometimes we have a very different taste than a lot of people would think. And we're into all sorts of stuff that we don't get to play on the show. So this is our chance to do it. We have a That's My Jam playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're going to link you right to it. You're going to have new music from every member of the Kevin and Bean show every single week. Could be something brand new. Could be something that comes across your playlist that you're like, I remember that. That's my jam. See, that's how we came up with that's how you name. worked it in? Uh-huh. Good stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kevin, you are up first with your pick. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think I picked Welshley Arms, which is the name of a band. And one of those guys is in a different band called Royal Deluxe. Oh. And it's kind of a Rolling Stones-esque, bluesy kind of thing. And the album is called Savages, and this song is called No Limits. No Limits, Okay. Right? Is there any counting in the song? Did you check? There is none. Nice. Oh, then you approve. No counting. That's a jam. I love that. That's real good. Bean, you are up next. Well, I'm going to bring the tempo down here. Uh, as we talked about yesterday on the show, we lost a singer-songwriter that uh, a lot of us are a big fan of named Daniel Johnson. I was going to pick something from the new Post Malone album today, which is excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I think in tribute to Mr. Johnson, I want to play uh, one of his most famous songs. It's been covered by Beck and Wilco. Flaming Lips did it this week as a tribute to Daniel Johnson. He just died at 58. And one of his most popular songs is called True Love Will Find You in the End. Love is searching too. But how can it recognize you unless you step out into the light, the light? Don't be sad, I know you will. Don't give up until true love will find you in the end. I mean, it's not going to make your party mixtape hotter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not a party tune. <laughs> I need to learn to play that on my ukulele, you guys. You don't play You need ukulele. to learn to play anything on your I'm, ukulele. But I'm a euchre is what I'm saying. Not. Uh, that should be one of one of the songs. Well, I you put start my with re- that one. Maybe repertoire. that's a reason to get it out. Okay. All right. All right. The he's ukulele. Not, he's not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. you got to move all the cobwebs off it. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea where the ukulele is. Correct. Probably already tossed it. 
Yeah. I could find even it. Know if, it. I could find it if I had a week. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Jensen, you're up next. Uh, I love these late '90s. Uh, well, I guess early '90s too, with Maxi Priest, Terrence Trent Darby, Shaba Ranks. Like mm-hmm. a lot of those too. Yeah. UB40, that like oh, reggae yeah. pop. Oh yeah. A lot of people call it Afrofusion. It has not been around for a bit, but I love this guy named Burna Boy. He's out of uh, Nigeria. He put out an album recently, uh, and I dig it. But my it's favorite. Very good. It is very good. And my favorite song on it, uh, the album's called African Giant. And my favorite song on it features uh, uh, Jeremiah, who's maybe my favorite R&B singer right now, and Serena. Uh, Sereni? Sereni? I think that's the name. Sereni. Sereni the song, rhymes. The, it, is a, it is a bop, and it is called Secret. He's got a great voice. Yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's good amazing. Song. By the way, you mentioned UB40. I just want to bring up Bean was a music director, mm-hmm. and he's the one that found, found Red Red UB40, Wine. Yeah, awesome. Bean is the reason for Red Red Wine. I well, love I it. mean, it had existed. Yes, but no one was playing time. it. Well, that's true. Uh, fun fact: I lost my virginity to Maxi Priest's Wild World. Hmm. Which All was right. a real bummer that it wasn't the Cat Stevens version. Um, but. <laughs> would have been a cooler story. Uh, it would have been a cooler story. But I do laugh every time I hear it because, I mean, the lyrics, now that I've lost everything to you, you say you want to start something new. Yeah. I mean, it's like it knew. That song was like, this is going to happen. Kevin's hey, not going to call up. you again. His name was Kevin. He was from Malibu. Oh, Big All, Kevin's, all yeah. Kevin's are bad. He had a 56 Chevy. Such a cool dude. It's a great anyway, story so far. Um, <laughs> moving along, my choice is a band called The Glorious Sons. They're a Canadian rock band from Kingston, Ontario. They've had eight consecutive top ten rock radio hits in Canada. Rock is alive and well up north. What are we doing down here? Green Day is what we're doing now. Well, yeah. now, Love yeah. Uh, their new album, A War on Everything, is out today. And this is the first single off the album. And it perfectly encapsulates everything that your brain and body goes through when you're having a panic attack. And this song is by the Glorious Sons, and it's called Panic Attack. They're my, real good, you guys. Good choices. My uh, my song is the poop in the punch bowl, though. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's got a different feel, but you're I mean, honoring I, Jenny I Johnston. Well. I meant well. I, did, I didn't mean to, to blow up the party. No, I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Hey, guys, pass me the ox cord. I got a jam I want you to play. <laughs> Puts it in Daniel Johnston talking about true love. Oh. Come you on, guys, get on the dance floor. Yeah, everybody dance. You guys know he died this week. Come on, everybody get in. He's had mental issues his entire life. Live with his parents. Come on. Let's move. 
I mean, it was, it was the thought that counts. Okay. All right. Again, you can find all of those at Kevin and Bean on all of our social medias. It's our That's My Jam playlist. New music every single week, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Tyler Perry, Stella McCartney, Ben Savage, Niall Horn, Lily Reinhardt, and Fiona Apple. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Kevin, uh, when's your birthday? End of March, right? Yes. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Mm, congratulations. Uh, you're welcome. What do you say to congratulations? Thank, Thank you. you. According to so your horoscope, according to your horoscope today, yes, it, yes. it is a powerful moment for your career. Oh. Lovely new conversation. Start at your day job. Hmm. As, That's not gonna happen. As Mercury and Venus meet. Did you guys have any idea that Mercury and Venus were meeting this week? No. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't in see the, the memo. Yeah, I didn't see it. I feel like that should be really big news because they're millions of miles apart. So this this that you're reading is for everybody that's in Aries? Yes. Okay. Everybody who's born from March twentieth to April nineteenth. And Exciting move is made in your career as the sun connects with the planet of transformation, Pluto. It's I mean, not a planet. Pluto's not a planet. How a good point. dare... Okay, that's a good point. That's actually a good point. <laughs> so yeah, anybody who's born in that month between March 20th and April 19th, it is a powerful moment for all of their careers. Right. I'd like I to mean... read you uh, several uh, people who are Aries. Ready? Okay, okay sure. Me? Mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler? Oh, <laughs> Suge <laughs> Knight. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm seeing a pattern. Paul Rudd. Oh, oh all right. Okay, Reese that's... Witherspoon. Jennifer Garner. I'm just saying, I oh. find it hard to believe that the same thing is true for all of those people. Because of the time of day that you were born, that's the difference, Kevin. Right. If you're born oh, at 420 yeah. in the morning. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about that. And what year? Totally different. And what year? Where the moons are all yeah. set up. And Your the, birth number. The moons are all set up. Death. Yeah, the stones are in the ground. <laughs> like, all yeah. that stuff plays into yeah. it, man. <laughs> now, we clearly don't know anything about how horoscopes work. But that's the reason that we're bringing up the topic today. Because horoscopes, I think are still a thing, okay? Oh, they are, yeah. I, I don't think they'll ever go away. I think there are always going to be people who care about what sign the people in their lives are. So that's why we need your help on this one at 1-800-520-1067. If you have explanations for how horoscopes work or if you make decisions based on where the planets are, where Especially the sun is. Especially if where, you make decisions. I'm- where the moon is. Uh, if you won't date a particular sign, for instance, or if you think you do or don't get along with particular signs, we want to hear about it at 1-800-520-1067. Allie, you're a girl. Yeah, thank you for noticing. At some point, mm-hmm. you had to be into this BS. Oh, I yeah. mean, th- oh, really? Are oh, you yeah. still? No, I mean, so I, I do, like, I do maybe have a little mm. compatibility book, uh, Gemini Compatibility. Um, and Meaning, if you meet someone, yeah. are they the right sign that you'll probably be friends with? Them? Maybe that- I'll I'll look it up, see if we're combat compatible. Would you, would you say that's stupid as well? Oh, I know it's not okay. real, right, um, but I, I think. Sorry, there, I forgot. We're going to try and be nice. I think there are some certain things with certain signs that are true. Like I, I do think Gemini's are the wittiest, uh, funniest, most people. Ellie <laughs> uh, <laughs> McKay is a Gemini. I'm Donald, a Gemini. Donald Trump is a Gemini. Okay. Kanye West. <laughs> uh, Oh, oh. Chris Pratt. Okay. Tupac, Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, Tupac. Ice Cube. Okay. A good All list. of them. All right. Yeah. It's mostly a good list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you think, I mean, I know you're saying you kind of don't believe, but why do you think that the compatibility exists the compatibility either does or does not exist based on signs because it depends on if you're also a water sign are you a fire sign an right? air sign i don't know water what any of that fire means. signs are 
Like that, I'm a Scorpio. That. How do how does that relate to? And so am I. The the weather. I don't get it. You're both Scorpios. Yes. So is Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> but how does that? But, how, am we're, I, so, we're, we're all all three of us are great songwriters. But so is Bill Gates. Oh. And uh, Bob Ross. Okay. So is Jimmy Kimmel, Vanilla Ice, Pope Francis. Mm. Vanilla this Ice is, and Pope Francis tells is, you everything you need to know. That's what I'm saying. Um, how am I a, an air or wind or you're fire a, or whatever? You're a water sign. You derive your strength uh, from the psychic emotional realm. You, blah, um, blah, blah, blah. You tend to be clairvoyant, intuitive, so that's what you are. That does not sound like me at all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like me at all. Who's not intuitive? I don't think you're a Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my birthday would disagree. Um, I just remember, you know, I've never believed in horoscopes. And again, Mm -hmm. we're looking for your calls if you do or want to explain it to us. we're going to be nice. We're going to be nice. Yeah. That's our goal. At 1-800-520-1067. But I do remember that I had a moment a few years ago when Sidney Omar died. Now, you might not recognize that name, (laughs) but he was the most most widely seen syndicated uh, astrologer in the world. He was in newspapers all over the globe. Very popular. Lots of people. I mean, he's a celebrity. Lots of people would wake up every day and they had to see what Sidney Omar had to say. He had specific, every day he would have something specific for your sign. And then he died. And they continued running his column. <laughs> and it's still running to this day in they newspapers all use, over the world. reuse them? They just reuse them. Uh, and I thought, well, that's not a guy who's got insight mm-hmm. waking up. And, it's and, not about insight, and man. Look, it's about the rocks and the planets yeah. and the rainbows but, that's a, but if you were to believe that there was a guy who was looking at the chart and looking at the sky and telling you what was going on, once he died and they continued to run his column, I think the gig was up. Read I think, the studies. <laughs> That's a good point, sir. I, I think I will say this. I think it's fascinating if you have your chart read by somebody that gets the exact time you were born, then they kind of map out everything. It could be really eye-opening. Or... Or it's usually so generic, though. To me, that's how they get away. It's like, oh, something good is going to happen to you in the near future. It's truly one step away from a Ouija board. Let's be honest. Agreed. All right. Let's go to Ginger. She's in Oakland. She's on line one. She says she has been studying astrology for two years and finds it helpful. So this is a great place to start. Ginger, you're you're as the closest thing we have to an expert. So thank you so much for streaming the show and for calling. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We are good. Great. Why are you studying astrology is my first question. Um, well, when I was younger, I was always interested in, in it. And then I finally just decided to start studying it. Okay. All right. What don't we know about horoscopes and why do so many people believe in them? Well, astrology is the study of the correlation of the planets. Right. And you can transform that into some specifics, which but, but can, can you... be really helpful. Okay, give me the, give me an example of that. Well, for instance, um, like you said, you're a Scorpio, and a lot of people read Scorpio um, a horoscope and go, "Oh, this doesn't sound like me." But in reality, it might be another planet that is like a part of your personality. So, like, for instance, your moon, I might be able to tell you um, what your needs are by where your moon placement is or what your mother was like or a relationship between your parents with your moon and your son. That's a lot of info for a stranger, Ginger. <laughs> but <laughs> you need my social security number and credit card, too. But, but isn't it all pretty, like, generic? Whereas, like, they could be right with everyone every day. Well, I think... 
the, the big thing is, is that you have to remember it's not fortune telling. I'm not telling you um, exactly what's going like good, good luck or things. Then are what, do, what do you use? What do you use it for then? Yeah, why look at a horoscope if it's not going to give you some sort of an advantage or at least a heads up on what your day is going to be like? Well, it can give you a heads up, but it's not going to say like you're going to be in a car accident today or you're going to win the lottery. Well, it's we no, we don't expect that. that. Yeah, I would like not. that. I mean, I wouldn't hate yeah, it. Yeah, I would like that. That <laughs> would be good. All right, Ginger, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right, I didn't want to say this with Ginger on the phone, but mm-hmm. here's my Scorpio forecast for today. Are okay. you ready? All right. Yeah. It's a fun day in your social life, Scorpio. <laughs> As messenger planet Mercury meets sweet Venus, bringing good vibes to you and your friend groups and finding you eager to connect with people. None of that is true, and dreams for the future. Yeah, yes. This zero. horoscope thinks you have friend groups. Yes. <laughs> See, that's why this horoscope that you're reading, this one sucks. But other ones are good. Other ones are like, great night to stay in if you're a Scorpio. And you're like, wait a minute, that is me. But uh, but this is a fun day in your social life, though. That's according to that Bean's horoscope. He's never had a fun day or a social life. No, I haven't. Okay, then uh, please explain. Well, we got to take a break. All right, 1-800-520-1067. I have a question for Allie when we return, and we want to hear your calls. You're down with horoscopes. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's uh, go to Heather from Paramount. Good morning, Heather. Hi. Um, so I not like I believe in horoscopes particularly, but after you read that horoscope, I, I don't know if I, I wouldn't mind listening to it like or, you know, Wait. believing in it today. It would be very favorable. I'm on my way to an interview, and it's my first one outside of my internship. And I didn't even apply to it. I was called and they said, hey, I think you'd be perfect for this job. Come on in. And so so I'm like, I'm freaking out a little bit It could be true is what she's saying. Like everything's lining up. I hope you get the job and everything works out well, but it doesn't have anything to do with your horoscope. Uh, What I'm saying. (laughs) I think it might. Heather, and good luck, because as you know, the sun connects with the planet of transportation, (laughs) transformation, Pluto today. So you're totally getting that job. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. If you get a, if you come across as well as Allie did in that last sentence, <laughs> right? I guarantee that, you they're going to yeah. love your communication. Transformation so, horoscopes. Oh, and the answer is yes. Thank you for the call. Good luck with the job. We appreciate it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. No one asked for this. You're a Taurus. Jeffrey Dahmer, Saddam Hussein, Timothy McVeigh, and Paul Pot. Am I saying that right? Paul Pot? Yeah. Those are four bad dudes. Right? So you're a horrible person if you're a Taurus. That's what we're saying. Jesus. I think that's what we're saying. That's terrifying. Hey, we're talking all things horoscopes this morning here on the Kevin and Bean Show at 1-800-520-1067. We got a lot of believers on the line, including our friend Ellen. Another streamer listening to the show in Colorado Springs. Hey, Ellen, thank you for listening and calling. What's going on? Uh, yeah, you're right. Taurus people suck. <laughs> <laughs> what? They, uh, they what's are. Your, what is your sign? So I am a Capricorn. I'm an Earth sign. Um, 
my mother was um, a licensed astrologer back yeah. in the nineteen in the nineteen seventies. Who knew there was such a thing? And so I grew up with astrology mm. and just learning all the different aspects of it. As far as horoscopes go, what you guys are talking about, yeah, those are total BS. Oh, but astrology, <laughs> I totally think because they're just trying to, like you say, I mean, today's a good day to stay in or right. go out. Or that's they're just all fact. encompassing. Yeah, for too, people. too generic. Okay, yeah. but you're saying there's more yeah. to astrology than just horoscopes. Oh, totally. Like, Scorpio's bean, mm-hmm. I would never argue with you because Scorpios have the mind of an elephant. Like, they will pull yeah. out things from history, and I mean, they will tell true. you at 4.30 on Saturday afternoon, four years ago, you said this word, and it, this is what no, you meant. That's, and they that's will, not bean, then. <laughs> <laughs> that will throw anything before his childhood. Obviously, he can't remember anything Yeah, or there. people he do, lived with or married. Do you run your life by this? Um, you know what? I do pay attention to who I'm dealing with and who I'm arguing with. Mm. I mean, if I'm dealing with a fire sign, Kevin, um, I won't argue with you because you guys, um, you have to be right. You have to be in control all the time. Yeah, they anger so, quickly. They're very temperamental. Also kind of true, Kevin, I think. I mean, I am right. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they only wear shorts. So let me ask you this this real world example. I'm so glad you called. So let's say you were going into, nego- you're going to buy a new car today and you knew you were going to be sitting across the table from a manager and you're going to be negotiating. Would you look into like what sign this person is to, to like determine your strategy if depending on what his horoscope was? You know, I probably should, but I probably wouldn't go that far. I probably, but you know, if I'm talking to somebody and I know they're a water sign, I'm not going to push them to the ends of the earth because they're going to start crying and get all emotional. So sensitive. (laughs) Well, very judgmental. All right. But she Uh, hasn't said anything about air signs. What do you think of those? Oh my God! If you ask an air sign what time it is, they're going to tell you how to build a clock. Thank they you. Oh, well, that's not true. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of are, philosophical discussions with us too. We love chatting. Yeah, they're very intelligent. Thank but you. I, mm. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she earlier asked us what the board game that says "You sunk my battleship" is called. She did ask that question. Yeah, that's <laughs> technically true. All right, so I think I'm. I think I'm with our Colorado friend. I think uh, believe if you want to believe. I think that's. My takeaway here is that you're not hurting anybody. Horoscopes. I think you're you're not hurting anybody. No. Is what I'm saying, right? Unless you're hurting people, don't do that. Unless that's in your horoscope. Right. Unless you're Paul, then you can't help it. Yeah, right. Paul, Paul, right? Yeah. It's Kevin and B. K. U. Rock. K. R. O. Q. Guys. <laughs> I think, um, I think Allie is Allie's gone bye-bye. She's lost it. No, she's definitely Don't gone Don't say bye-bye. it out loud. She can hear you. It's well, true. wait till she finds out what song we're about to play at K-Rock because no. this is going to... We do a feature every week about this time called Keep It 100. Hey, I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100, I keep it 100. Keeping it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Y'all have great taste. Let me tell you. Texter 99 this week, a listener from New York City named Simon, streaming the program, wanted Silverchair, Anna's song, Open oh, Fire. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Love that dude's voice. Uh, Kiss Off by Violent Fens is what David was looking for. And no counting in it, Kevin. From the right, <laughs> 6 2. But uh, he was Texter 101. There can only be one. And it is Texter 100 on the line. Please say hello to James from Westminster. Hey, James. Good morning. You're talking to a two-time Keep It 100 world champion. Whoa. Wait, there's a world championship (laughs) involved? How long ago were you on this feature before, James? I think a little over a year ago. uh, Kevin, 
played me the extended version of B Movie Nowhere Girl. Oh yes, oh. with the big three and a half minute build up to we the singing. I yep. do remember that. Yeah. That was the one. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you are a very, very lucky man. You should be buying a lottery ticket or something today. But uh, you want to introduce what your pick is for this week? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, this is a song that inspired a movie. Can I introduce it like Flash Phillips? Please. Uh, oh, my God. You can try. Please do. <laughs> Here at 106.7 K-Rock, we want to send you into the weekend kicking ass. The band, Psychedelic Furs. The song, Pretty in Pink. It's spanking. <laughs> All right, that sounded damn good. James from Westminster, well done right there. I I have to tell you, um, yeah, I'm going to be honest here. Mm -hmm. James schooled me on something. Mm -hmm. Oh, because he said the song that inspired a movie, Mm -hmm. and he was right. Ooh. Because I heard it, I thought, oh, he's making a joke, because Mm -hmm. clearly the Psychedelic Furs were hired to do the theme song once the movie was being made. And that's not the case at all. The song existed years before the movie did. That would be spanking. Allie, did you know that? Uh, yeah. Remember when you said, uh, that was funny, and I said, he was serious. And you said, no, he wasn't. And then you just didn't listen to me anymore like usual? A mm-hmm. uh, woman, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, James was absolutely right. The Psychedelic Furs recorded that song originally in 1981, you Why guys. Are you shouting? Because I'm just excited. I learned yeah. something new. I love but learning you something new. I think it's from 1986, which is when uh, Pretty and Pink came out. That's right. <gasps> Boom! Both it, yeah. No, that's wow. not the win yet. Okay. Um, yes, 1986. Exactly. You can't look. There's nothing we can tell Allie about Pretty and Pink that she doesn't know. It is what was my you, all-time favorite John Hughes movie. What was your favorite scene in the movie, Allie? Oh God. It's hard to say because a lot of my favorite stuff was with Ducky, mm-hmm. but the best was when she called out Blaine for not, you know, the whole thing with the prom. Say it, Blaine! Just say it! Blaine's not a oh. name. That's a major appliance. Exactly. Oh, God, I love that movie so much. From uh, the 1986 film, it was re-recorded. That is The Psychedelic Furs and Pretty in Pink. That's today's Keep It 100. Thank you to James in Westminster. We'll do it again next Friday. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happen during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> We've come to another close of the week, my friends, so let me break it down for you as it officially ends. We asked what you'd do if you found drugs on the beach. Would you take it for yourself or leave it down at your feet? Omar said he wouldn't even try to get close. Well, Kevin said he'd basically star in Narcos. Green Day stopped by to play a new hit. If you say you're scared of clowns, Bean thinks you're full of shit. Helicopters without doors sound like the worst. Almost as bad as movies written by Fred Durst. Dave and Billy stopped by and couldn't have been nicer. Somebody stole my wife's wallet. Is it Heimer? Kevin thinks the songs that count down are just dumb. So 7654321. Rest in peace, Omar, from Vaporous Gas. If you missed that, download the podcast. That is, uh, that's good advice. There's a lot of good stuff this week you may have missed. You can go to radio.com, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts, like Stitcher or whatever. The Kevin and Bean podcast is available for you. Usually, uh, usually goes up around uh, 11, 11.30, something like that, mm-hmm. every morning. Uh, so thank you for that, Jensen. Excellent no work. Hey, uh, before we do the final what's happening for the week, uh, I believe we have one tiny piece of unfinished business. And now, a moment with Allie. The board game Risk. 
Yeah. I, I, apparently I, so. I'm saying, I, uh, is that the one, like, you sunk my battleship? No, that's, that's battleship. That's actually yeah. called battleship, which I know is going <laughs> to shock you. that was a, a great ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with Allie. That's, uh, that's embarrassing. That's good work is what that yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good work. So wait, the game where you sink your battleship is called Battleship. Makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. Not not risk. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Allie, bring us home. See, because it was like a war game, right? And Battleship was about war in your battleship. You're like, not digging okay. deeper. All You're right. not exactly okay. helping yourself. Okay, good point. Um, so you know how Popeye's chicken, they're like, we're out of chicken. And people are like, that's absurd. Well, they now have a new ad campaign hoping to satisfy the customers while working on getting the chicken sandwiches back in restaurants. They've decided to tell customers they can make their own sandwich. The fast food chain launched their new bring your own bun policy where customers are allowed to bring their own bread to Popeye's, order the chicken tenders, and then make their own sandwich. Do you have chicken finger? Wait, hold yeah. on. I thought the problem was that they're out of chicken, not that they're out of bread. Well, this, is, this isn't the same chicken that goes in the chicken sandwich. These are tenders. Okay. Here's why people are up in arms. Because they have a new ad campaign that came out with the tag... Try our new BYOB. It's basically the sandwich, only no mayo or pickles, and you bring your own bun. Really, it's just three tenders. <laughs> they say this in That's the ad, which is hysterical. I don't hate that. People are really mad. People are like, How damn, y'all you- are broke. Making us make our own sandwich. I also, I'm not bringing bread to a restaurant. No, so it's no. not going to happen. Trolling. They're just having a little <laughs> bit of fun. And guess what? Popeye's marketing people were still talking about you. So well kudos. Mm-hmm. Well done. So Bean sent me this story, and oh, sweet spirit. You guys remember Farah Abraham, right? Or uh, I believe you call Farrah her. Farah Abramson? Yep, her. Mm hmm. She was the former teen mom, and then she did... Uh, she did Dr. Some- Drew got her pregnant, right? Uh, no, no, no. no. He just, I think, hosted the oh. the reunion show. Um, she wound up doing some porn. She was known as uh, Backdoor Farrah. Ah, that's why he yeah. didn't get her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were talking yesterday about people that posted things on 9-11 that were questionable. Mm-hmm. Well, she posted something that... She, I don't think she meant harm. Um, so she was shooting video of the One World Trade Center, and she said, okay, so we wanted to do, since it's going to be September 11th, in honor of the Freedom Towers and the observatory deck and everything of 7-11, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So she called it it's 7-11, which isn't great. But then she kept talking about she just wanted to enjoy the the experience with her daughter. And people were like, I don't know if you enjoy really um, that area. Maybe it's more of a solemn remembrance. Yeah, it's not. You don't go there to party. No. Yeah. So uh, she. I'm giving you a zero for I mean, the day. You, you go there to get a Slurpee. That's why you go there. That's 7-Eleven. Uh, 7-Eleven. Not, uh, 9-11. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So she uploaded it to Instagram and YouTube. She didn't realize after she watched it. Uh, that's not correct. Mm. I said the wrong thing, let 7-11. alone not super sensitive no. to commemorate the day. So. I wouldn't expect her to be appropriate at a in a post about nine eleven. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I don't she, know if I need her nine eleven thoughts. <laughs> I agree. It's probably 
Great point. By the way, I was she down was... there, and I watch our police and our firemen down in 7-Eleven, down at the World Trade Center, right after it came down. Uh, have we been wrong I mean, all this time? Oh, she, maybe we're wrong, yeah. She could be president. Apparently so. By the way, she was in fifth grade when the Twin Towers collapsed in 2001, so. No excuse to call 9-Eleven 7-Eleven. It's no. not great. No. It's not great. She got no. confused. You guys remember when everybody was battling for J.J. Abrams? Netflix, Apple, Disney. They all wanted J.J. Abrams' loyalty, and they wanted to sign him to one of those big old deals. Well, he is an A-plus content creator who rarely misses. Absolutely. Well, J.J. Abrams and his bad robot production company have signed a mega deal estimated at around $250 million with Warner Media. Oh, oh, Netflix wow. did not pony up? Nope. That's a big, big signing. Well, yeah. I think, I don't know if it's about ponying up as much as loyalty. Um, all three of his shows, Westworld, Lovecraft County, and soon to me, Demamond, uh, are going to be on HBO. So that's Warner Media. Where it goes. Um, and the last show I mentioned, I think I'm saying it right, Demamond, is the first series that he has solely created since Alias. So he's doing a lot of stuff with HBO. Um, But, of course, he still is honoring his previous commitments. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, currently editing for Disney. He also has three shows in the work for Apple. Wow. This dude is... So busy all the time. He has a lot of collaborators in all these things, though. He does. He, he's yes. very good at picking talent and very good at like letting them go do their thing. And absolutely, yeah. he's a uh, Cloverfield too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Super Eight and Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Yep. Down in uh, Castle Rock. But it was no, not, that's not that's a different show. Uh, they he always famously said he like uh, didn't watch the final couple seasons of Alias or or no sorry of Fringe. Really? Which he was really? also a producer of, but like huh. someone was like, oh, what'd you think? He's like, oh, I haven't watched the last two seasons. That's his way of saying, I don't want to say how crappy they were Probably. once I stopped working on yeah. it. Yeah. Yikes. But I had the best conversation with him at Jimmy Kimmel's wedding. Holy. He's like, what are you, you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. I just uh, for, the, for the weekend, he goes, I have to go, go back and finish uh, writing Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was like, well, you win. Wow. You win all. You're like, I was just going to go to the shrimp table. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. get some shrimp. <laughs> you have to finish writing Star Wars. Wow. But, but Allie, his uh, greatest contribution to pop culture is Felicity, right? Oh, I think co-writer of the movie Joyride. Oh, yeah, Paul Joyride. Walker. I love Man. that movie. Joyride, right? I forgot. Yeah. I love Felicity so Felicity's much. Felicity's pretty good. <laughs> oh, pretty good. So Did you guys know he co-wrote the theme song to Felicity? What was the theme song to Felicity? To be honest, I've never even heard it, but I know he <laughs> I know he co-wrote it with Andrew Jarecki, the guy who made the Jinx, because they were friends in college. How do you know that if you've never wow. even heard the song? Well, it's a good trivia to know. No. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All. Where would that uh, come in handy? At what trivia Any bar. Night, do you think? Well, I mean, the radio just worked. I mean, that killed. <laughs> Did kill the moment. That's an accurate yeah. read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the heck out of here, you guys. Some birthdays for you: Lily Reinhardt, Niall Horan. I feel like I've been saying his name wrong all morning. Niall? That's yeah, right, right. it's just weird. I think Niall. it's right. It's good that I brought it up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben Savage, Stella McCartney, Tyler Perry. Did I say Fiona Apple? Because she's uh, not this time. What's she's happening awesome. with you? I don't know. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ali. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all on your drive home today on the world-famous K-Rock. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend.
friend Pass it over to me What's up, bitches? <laughs> Don't bogart that joint My friend Pass it over to me I think that a miracle needs to happen <laughs> Roll another one I didn't even think you could fake on the radio Just like the other one Like... What's up with that? This one seems to be allowed to quit. Just gotta have some fat hip-hop beat. And I need another hit. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Aww, that's so old person. This penis story is scrumptious. Just pass it around. Child, you know. And the Bogart that joined my friend. Good day. We'll just pass it on down. You know, you just you just go with somebody's it's that energy and the belief system, and you just go and you go and you go, and then when do you stop and no? I never thought it would end like this. I don't think anybody did it, because if we did, we wouldn't have done it. Shut up! You douchebags have no idea what you're doing. Sir, I... This won't happen again. Oh, I know it won't. Because you're fired. Just him, right? Both of you. Bong, bong. I know pain. And I don't want any more of it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news... You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.